Welcome to Nerdtastic 4 Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm Rose. And I'm Desmond. And Kern got in a wreck, so. He's okay. He's, He's fine. fine. His Jeep's not. His just Jeep's his, not. Just his pride and his Soon to be his pocketbook. Just uh. his beard was damaged. In the he, was his beard damaged? I hope not. I have no idea. <laughs> Ginger beards are rare. He so can't. he's 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 dealing with that. So he could not join us for our fiftieth episode. But he did he did send us input. So yeah, don't worry, we won't forget him. Yeah, he'll be uh, here in spirit. That's right, like the Kit Kat. So we have a little <laughs> bit of news, and we have a really cool topic. We're going to talk about the best Marvel movies in the MCU. In our humble opinions. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of them's going to be the best. So we are going to talk about the best one. We may not agree. We're going to talk about no, all by the, the end we'll agree what the best movie is. No. Uh, <laughs> this is supposed to be an argument where this we all definitive. explain why ours is the best, and then whoever is right wins. It's, it's who yeah, wins. That's yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> that's how arguing works. But before we get off into it, we wanted to give a big shout out to our fellow Nerd Podcast Mafia <gasps> teammates, Mafioso. What do you call them? Uh, what's, what's the word there? To the, to, the other crime, to the other crime family. Yeah. <laughs> the nerd crime. Cult forty five has reached a hundred episodes. Damn, that's as many as ten tens. <laughs> that that's so many episodes. That's twice what we have. That's yeah, twice. This is, this is literally, it. this is our episode fifty. They hit episode one hundred, and it's a it's a really cool show. It's one of my favorite shows. It's the show that got me into podcasting along oh. with So Wizard. Mm. Uh, mm. It's one I don't miss. I've been on the show. It was a great time. We did Samurai Cop. I will never forget it. Uh, <laughs> even though the crew has changed over there, Brandon still holds, I'm sorry, Beat Him Down still holds true. Uh, the team has come and gone, but I, I love all those guys. And uh, they've been really helpful for us. And we just wanted to say congrats, guys. Yeah, good job, guys. Keep on keeping on. One Keep day, fucking that chicken. One day, <laughs> one day we hope to uh, also have 100 episodes. One day. We shall. Exactly. And we regret to announce this is the final new attempt. No! <laughs> uh, sometimes it feels like it. All right. 50 episodes. I think I've made that joke 30 times. What's our uh, What's our first piece of news? I watched Logan. It was great. That's all. Yeah. He liked Logan. He liked Logan. Logan. Logan was fantastic. So you're a human being with a soul. Yeah, yes. Exactly. So Did I tear up? Yes. Did I laugh? Yes. Did I have a one only one big criticism? Yes. Which was the same criticism that we. I feel like it's the criticism had. everyone has, but like I came to it on my own, just watching it. I was like, "Why is this that and not that?" Yep. Because I don't want to spoil it. It is still a pretty recent movie. Yeah, and it's uh, available for <coughs> rental. You said on the PlayStation Network. Uh, it was last week for ninety nine cents, and then I watched it today, so it's not ninety nine cents anymore. Oh, sad. But one of the other ninety nine cent movies coming up is Ghost in the Shell, so I'm going to watch that finally. Oh, sweet. Should do that. So. Get on. Have it. you ever watched the? Anime? I missed the Lego Batman movie. Cents, but because I didn't know they were doing this promotion, because I never look at movies on PlayStation Network. I need to check that out because we have one. I don't know what it is this week. I can't remember. I have no idea because I don't PlayStation. But I know Ghost in the Shell. I think is next week. So Sweet. I've seen some of the anime. Yeah. Not enough to know what the hell's going on. Well, <laughs> that's, that's. I know there's a purple-haired chick that's like half robot or something with boobs, and that's all I remember. That's all you need to know. <laughs> She's full robot, but. Well, oh, is she a full brain. robot? Oh, a human brain and a full robot body. Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> Rose, do you have any news? Um, the only thing I can think of, I think it's a sad bit of news, but uh, Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris broke up. Oh, Or yeah. in the process of breaking up. Love is dead. Love Thanks, is dead. Thanks, Reddit. So, 
it's just, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of sad about it, but, like, from from Chris's Facebook post, it seems like they're still going to be amiable. And it's just, you know, sometimes things don't work out. So I feel yep. like it's sad, but it's not something to get all bent out of shape over, especially since it has nothing to do with anybody except for their family, really. Yeah. yeah. So. Wish them the best of yeah, luck. Yeah, best of luck to them. I hope they have great future endeavors. Well, and they all got that. a kid. They got Jack. Yeah, he'll, they, he'll be fine. They have. I think they have two kids, don't they? They think they have a son. Look, a son. let me explain to you guys. I don't what's follow going on. a celebrity. <laughs> Chris Pratt got hot and famous. Well, let me let me explain. Once upon a time, Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman were in love and married. Then Danny DeVito had "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" and he was making a lot of money, and Rhea Perlman was doing nothing. So then money becomes an argument. They split up. Anna Ferris has a show on CBS called Mom that does just okay enough to stay on, on air. Chris Pratt has Jurassic World in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's making bank. Money becomes a problem. They I, I think it has I really to do, think I think it has to do with is. the time apart from what I've heard. I bet it's a bit of everything. It's it time is. apart. It's I bet money can cause because arguments both, and strains. Both working and, actors. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a kid. And I mean, sure, you got nannies and stuff, but you got to spend some time together yeah. with the kids, and it becomes—I mean, all of that just kind of. Yeah. I can imagine it. I mean, Piles I know up. that a lot of guys that have like really good relationships that have gone years. It's kind of just like Robert Downey Jr. is a good example. Like his whole house moves with him when he moves, pretty much. Like he he packs up everything, brings it with him. His family comes with him. He doesn't. Yeah. It's part of his deal. Hmm. That's interesting. Hugh Jackman doesn't do but two weeks apart. If it's more than two weeks, he requires that his family be... Oh, really? Yeah. Included. Maybe that's something that most actors should do if they want to keep their Yeah, marriages. but they probably have to pay for it, and they don't have Hugh Jackman money. And that's true. And Robert yeah. Downey Jr. money. Well, and then also if the other person's acting, too, right. they can Right. No, that, makes it, that makes it hard. I mean... Yeah. So, hopefully hopefully that sounds like it's going to be amiable, and I hope them they have great luck in the future. The only other thing I can think of, news-wise, is we, we've seen some character shots, some beauty shots. From, oh, yeah. Yes, from Deadpool 2. We got to uh, see Domino and Cable. Yeah. And everyone's feelings? Are out there. There are a lot of feelings about... I think more... I don't know. I, felt, I, I feel like there's more feelings about Domino... Just because her character looks so much different. Yeah, I'm in that. I'm in that boat. Uh, I saw it and I was like, "Mo, oh, so that's Domino, huh?" Okay then. Like, yeah. that, I kind of was like, "So we're not going to do what we did with the first one, where we just kind of try to make things happen. We're just stealing characters and going the way." Like, I felt that way. Um, Cable looks cool. I have to say this: I thought he'd be bigger. That's, that's one of those things too. I think it's just because of the the comic book proportions. I get it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm never, uh, you know, I'm never going to defend the artistic stylings of Mr. Rob Liefeld when it comes to feeder proportions or pouches. Okay. That guy's proportions. But. He doesn't know what a body looks like. No, he doesn't. I mean, people's spines break literally just looking at his artwork. He's an amazing artist. He's given us some great stories and some great characters like Deadpool. But at the same time. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, like, I saw the picture of him and I was like. Somebody was like, uh, skinny cable. I'm like, this guy's not skinny. Like maybe he's not maybe he's not like huge, but, but he's two, also not skinny. There's two problems with it for me. He he is smaller than I think he should be. And two, proportionally, I need to see him next. Next to somebody, yeah. Next to Ryan Reynolds. 
is a thing. I think that will make a difference. Because Ryan Reynolds, I mean, if you ever look, he's not a small dude. No, he's not. And if you look in the comics, Deadpool is much smaller than Cable. Yeah. yeah. I think they might do some video magic for I'm that. I'm hoping. Because. Yeah. He just needs to it, be, it, Even if he was just taller and a little bit bulkier because yeah. of the costume, I'd be fine. Yeah. But right now, it looks like they're the same size. Yeah. 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 That's true. Teddy. Yeah, because Cable and Deadpool being the same height would be weird. Would be weird. Yeah. I think, well, that's the thing. Like, the same, same thing with the Domino character. Like, I know she looks a lot different. <laughs> Than the comic books, but they've done that a lot before. No, with, I know with comic a... characters, and I'm so I'm just gonna wait and see how it works out in the movie before. Well, I, of like... course, I mean the character Domino is what makes Domino work. I don't think anyone's. Yeah. But I don't know. You also mentioned the teddy bear. I heard you. Yes. The... No idea where that's gonna lead, but there's lots of interesting places. I'm really hoping that the teddy bear is Hope's teddy bear. I feel like it's one of those things, though, that could just be nothing. Because, it could just like, be a nod. In the Deadpool video game, you run into Cable. He has the teddy bear on his waist, but, like, it's not referenced. That's just the way his character is. It could so totally like, be It could a just be a his... thing that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. I mean, Or like, they're setting up for a Cable solo movie. I mean, I or, know. you know, it's <laughs> Deadpool and there's a lot of references to a lot of things. Yeah. That's true. I mean, it could be nothing. True. It could be something. I just, I also really want... I really want that story with hope in it, so I'm probably projecting a little bit. Well, I mean, I think in the, in, <laughs> I think after hearing that they're going to try and do the Dark Phoenix set in the '80s, we're all a little uh, we're a little hope. hopeful for other movies that might not be shit. So, yeah. anyway, speaking of movies that might not be shit or might be shit, there's some right. <laughs> we we have before us 16 films. Films. Are we done with news? Oh, are we? I thought that was it. Do you have something, Chris? I, I had something I wanted to mention. Well, do, do it. <clears throat> uh, Corey Gasper was a designer for Bioware, and he, he died recently. Aw. He worked on Mass Effect 2 and 3, Dragon Age, or- Dragon Age Origins. Wonderful game. Star Wars Battlefront. Wonderful game. Mass Effect Andromeda. Not a wonderful game. No. And then after Andromeda, he was promoted to lead designer for um, Anthem, the new game that Bioware is working on. Oh, yeah. And then he died last week. Oh. Wow. Did so you see what happened? That sucks. No, it, just, it was a general, like, it's he with great away. sadness. We were that's so that sad. So, um, that sucks. Yeah. Because, like, Mass Effect 2 and 3 are awesome. I didn't really like Mass Effect 1, but... I, I they conveniently it. made two where you could play it and not know anything about one and be fine. But I like it because they they improve on each other. But yeah, yeah, That sucks sure. that, that somebody that has that kind of pedigree is gone. I mean, it sucks that anyone yeah. dies, but I actually like a lot of those games. I mean, Dragon Age Origins is probably the best Dragon Age. Yeah, Dragon Age Origins was amazing. I mean, That was the, one of those ones that, like, after I beat it, I... Immediately went out and bought all the DLC, so just so I could keep playing it. Yeah. I mean, l- l- I'll be honest. Of the games you name, that's pretty much the only reasons that I get outside of Steam to play games. Like, right? No, yeah. no one. Like, all these lo- EA games. No one <laughs> launches Origins otherwise. Yeah. The first game he was a designer on, Sonic, the Dark Chronicles or whatever on the DS. That like everyone was like, "What is this game? Why? Why?" Because it was like part RPG with Sonic. It's like, what are you, what are you oh, doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the first game he was a designer on. Oh. So good for him. And I'm that sorry he made his gone. way up the ladder. Yeah. Oh, man. You will be missed. What was his name? 
Corey Gasper. Corey Gasper. Yeah, but he will be. I mean, that's that's some big shoes. Yeah. yeah. I hope that his his family is okay. And, and um, uh, was it Bioware Montreal that worked on it Andromeda? They have there. It's not a studio anymore. Okay. Well, everyone moved to other studios in uh, Bioware, so like nobody lost their job. Just that studio was dissolved and everyone was put on other projects because Andromeda was received so poorly. Wow. And I didn't know it had done so badly. Any DLC that they had planned for it is not gonna yeah. ever happen at all? now. Yeah. Jeez. I think I there mean, might be some multiplayer DLC that they already had done. But that's it. That's There's kinda no sad. I had heard so many like so many like things that it was gonna be so awesome. Hey, and... look, Mass Effect is one of the greatest series. Yeah, I have a friend who loves it. Oh, yeah. To, to any type of media. I mean, I put it up there literally with Star Wars and Star Trek. Like, when I talk about things, it yeah. gets brought up. Stargate gets brought up. These are things that I think are great. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even play Andromeda because the people I trust, the people that I talk about with Mass Effect, got it. Super excited. I was, like, on the no pre-orders band. Before I could get to the store at the end of the day to go, like, pick it up, they were like, no, don't. Oh no! They were like it's horrible. Jeez. You won't even. Maybe yeah. they tried to do too much with the whole big open nah, world. I don't know what they tried. In January, there was like an interview where they said like, if we needed six more months to polish this game up, we could take it. EA would be fine with that, but we don't need that. And then it comes out, and everyone's like, Oh, we just could have used six more months. <laughs> yeah. Oh took no. And like, they there were a lot of updates just within the first couple of months yeah. to like improve things like. There were just lots Improved of like really basic stuff there that should have been polished before it came out. A lot yeah. of issues. I mean, I bought it when it came out. Oh. And. No. I played it for two or three hours, and then I was like, I'll come back after they release the patches. After they do even though I got it when it came out, like there was already an announcement saying they were going to yeah, work on a bunch of patches. One, so, like, yeah. after, I worked, after I played a couple hours, I was like, I'll come back in a few months or something. Wow. I've been playing Final Fantasy XV. Fantastic game. Nice. Better, <laughs> better replacement. Way better than Mass Effect. Oh. <laughs> it's in, it's it's a really fun game, and it's one of those things. It's like a bro road trip. It's literally you're the prince, and like your guardsmen are like guys you grew up with. Cool. And you're going to marry a princess from another kingdom to unite the kingdoms to bring peace, and some people don't like that, and that's the whole story. Like the the first time you get to play at the very beginning of the game. You're pushing your car because it ran out of gas. You to to a gas station. <laughs> so, like, it's pushing it, and then the camera pans out, and it says Final Fantasy 15, and it just goes ahead and cuts to you getting to the gas station. But That's funny. It's it's really good. One of the, I'm one, glad you didn't have to press X 40,000 times just to push the car. Yeah. Um, the way the experience system works, the experience you... Uh, your experience doesn't go to your character automatically. It only goes to your character uh, when you go to sleep or when the chapter ends. Ooh. So you can bank a lot of it, and like depending on where you sleep, you can get an experience like boost. So like if you stay like in a trailer park, you get like a one point two experience boost. If you stay in a really nice hotel, it's a one point five experience boost. Oh, and one of the one of the one of the really cool things that like I thought would be dumb, but one of the guys on your team is constantly taking pictures of like stuff that's happening while you're playing. And whenever you sleep or when a chapter ends, it gives you 10 pictures that he took 
and lets you save them or actually like save them to your PS4 or tweet them out or whatever. And some of them like are awful because they, they get taken at random times like while you're actually playing. So it could be taken from just the right angle where you just see a leaf and that's all it is. It's like, well, that didn't work right. <laughs> but then like what's funny is there's some pictures that obviously are of things that didn't happen. Like all four of you like all like with your arms around each other like taking a selfie. I'm like, I don't remember doing that, but all right. <laughs> but uh, a, lot of the pictures, a lot of the pictures end up really cool. cool. Nice. It's a, it's a really cool little... I've heard really, good things about it. It's really good. I, I bought it like in like when it first came out, and then it just got put in the backlog, and then I was like, I'll play it eventually. That's my that's my life right now. Here's the problem with the backlog. I've <laughs> still got such a huge backlog, and like, we're about to be mauled with good games. Oh, I am. I'm aware. I'm like, I have to I'm, play Fallout, but I have so much to do. Yeah. That like, I lost three weeks of my life, <laughs> and now I'm trying to get back so I can go... <laughs> do something but i'm like i'm gonna have to spend six weeks getting back to where i was yeah so i have time to do video games and shit i really want to play like i really want to try overwatch because i know i like it but i also really want to play that dream daddy simulator that came out oh yeah i saw there was a list on might have been polygon it was like the 35 best games of the year so far i'm like that's not good already i don't like that there's yeah. been 35 games, games on this list and it's like, how many of these have you played? And I looked through and I was like, I've played four. I've played four of these 35 How games. high was Firewatch? Firewatch came out last year. Oh, dude. That was a 2016 game. Yeah. Shit, that's how far behind I am. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I, yeah, I, yeah. I have Firewatches on the laptop. That's what I'm finishing on the laptop. But since my battery died too and I have to keep plugged in, yeah. no Firewatch. But on, on the PC, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play Fallout. Right. But Fallout has issues too. It's kind of pissing me off. So. Oh. Anyway, video but, games. That's all. I, I just wanted to talk about video games for a second before we went to okay. the main topic. The main topic of our fiftieth anniversary episode. So obviously, fiftieth anniversary episode. Fiftieth anniversary. If I'm still doing this show, then. When we're like seventy, it better be a hologram. I'll be like, and today we are... We'll still get around to that who's the best Batman video. My, my favorite MCU movies is Spider-Man and Captain America 703. It'll be a, it'll be a character that hasn't even been invented yet. Yeah. It's like, oh man, did you guys see Garbage Dude? It's called The Toxic Avenger and it's a real oh, movie. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Where's my live action Captain Planet? So hey, it's coming. Don Cheadle's heard your cries. <laughs> so we we decided to rank all sixteen so far of the MCU movies. That's right. And just to give you a, a an idea of the dedication levels we have, mm -hmm. we've got Desmond here with his Excel spreadsheet, and there's color coding. And everything he's got, like his his ranking, like what is it, Rotten Tomatoes? Wait, I went and looked up Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> uh, the Internet Movie Database, and Metacritic, and put theirs in there so we could see if any of the movies across the board went one way or another. Yeah. And then how I did. And then Kern, uh, not Kern. That's Kern right. is gone. I'm Kern. Chris here. I just made a spreadsheet with like the IMDb, Metacritic, and Rotten Tomatoes scores, but like there's no color code. And I've got <laughs> a piece of paper I ripped out of my notebook that's 
got pencil writings. I wrote all of the ones in chronological order and then numbered them off to the, to the But to Rose's credit, I don't see like racer marks. Like, yeah, she, she knew she what made her she was list doing. And she was... I, 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 you, I did all the work order. on a different. I did all the work and, on a different. Oh, okay. a different page. So that's that's and still a good amount of dedication. <laughs> and, then, and then we have Kurds, which is a five. <laughs> which is a one to five. He ranked list, all five movies. One to five list, where he got upset that Blade and, <laughs> and Deadpool, Deadpool weren't allowed. Weren't allowed. So he just said, "These movies, I remembered these first. Uh, maybe that's what he did." Should we go over Kurds first? No, I think what we should do is let's start at the bottom ones, and then mm-hmm. once we get to the top. Uh, whatever number we feel like stopping and debating, because I feel like the bottom ones are probably yeah. So who? What was everyone's worst? Let, one? Let, yeah, let's start with who had was sixteen. Every round table, Chris. Iron Pick. Man two. Oh. Okay. That's awful to me, for so many reasons. But like, I just Iron Man two for me is like really forgettable. Mm-hmm. I remember the trailers. I was like, oh, this villain's gonna be cool, and then when you watch the with movie, Lash. you find out that like. Everything you see of Whiplash in the commercials is all he does. Yeah. Like, but he also the, had, like I mean, the thing on the racetrack. Like, it has Mickey Rourke. It has Sam Rockwell. This I, thing, those are, and I like those actors. Yeah. I do. But like Mickey Rourke, I feel like was underused Always and wasted. used badly yeah. for that particular character. Sam Rockwell's character was fine, but was also not like that big of a part of the movie. I don't know. I just, that one to me wasn't good and was totally forgettable. How, how about I'll do this? I'm gonna mark. I'm gonna go ahead and mark it off since they're low. Then once we get up to the top, we can do it. So I I had Iron Man two at number fourteen for me. I had Iron Man two was fourteen for me as well. Yeah, it was it so was, close to the bottom. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I was one of those. I had several of the movies where I had to actually stop and go. Wait, what happened in that movie? And oh, if, yeah. I, if I had to do that, I knew it was going to end up low on the list. Because <laughs> yeah, obviously yeah. it wasn't very memorable if I had to actually stop and think. Granted, there are a lot of them. And they do kind of mesh together sometimes if you if you just like right, right. haven't seen them in a while. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Iron Man 2 was literally like, I was like, wait, what happened in that one? And I had to like go back and be like, oh yeah, Whiplash kind of happened mm-hmm. in that one. And I was like, I was like that's one going to be on the bottom. But yeah. my, my, my most bottom... Yeah, number six. Most bottom. The most bottom was Iron Man 3. Oh, no. Iron Man 3. Well, yeah, because... Iron Man 3 is not that low for me. I, so. yeah, I don't know. I was like, I, 3 is way better than 2. So, it might be... I need to... I would really like to go back and watch them again. This is all just going off of right, what right, I remember. Right. Yeah, we didn't and rewatch these were, over the weekend or something. There were quite a bit of few, uh, few parts in Iron Man 3 that I remember liking, but it just felt so... Like, it felt so off. Like, it wasn't quite, I don't know if it was, like, the, the, the pacing or, or or the style of writing, but it just mm-hmm. didn't feel like a normal Marvel movie. And then the whole thing at the end with him blowing up all of his Iron Mans, I was like, you're just going to rebuild them again next movie. I mean, movie. Iron Man 3 is number 10 for me. I'm safe in saying that because I don't really have a... It's my... I, even though there's 16 on the list, it's my swing spot. It's, like, the gap between it and number 9... Mm-hmm. Is the probably the biggest gap I have? Yeah, yeah. And it's just, um, it. I think it's an all right movie. I think it's interesting what they did, but I think there's a lot of hits and a lot of misses at the same time. And so yeah. it just kind of balances out. And I agree, it doesn't really go anywhere. It's just there. Yeah. Iron Man three is number eleven for me, so it's close to where you had it. Yeah. So what's, I mean, what's, uh, what's your my bottom? number sixteen is the Incredible Hulk. Ah, uh, the one that what that time forgot. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot to it. It doesn't really seem to play in. 
It doesn't have any play. We don't even have the same actor. We don't even have the same actor. We don't have the same Hulk. We don't have the fact that they've required it to be part of the MCU makes no sense. They simply just could have it said has the end, end, end but, credit. But they mm. could have simply said it's just not part of it. Yeah. And we'd be better off. The reason that like, because it's number twelve for me, so just below Iron Man three. I was on thirteen. The thing, I really. It's it's weird because it's so low on my list. I really liked it. Like the only reason it's yeah. low is because it just doesn't right. fit or make sense fit. or anything. Yeah. But like I remember watching the Hulk, the one from two thousand three, the really bad or whatever, one, where he looked like he was made of rubber and yeah. his dad was a lightning or whatever the fuck happened in that movie. There was that <laughs> movie that his dad was like, who who was it? Some crazy old actor, man. I can't remember. Anyway, so not Gary Busey, but it should have been Gary. <laughs> it should have been Gary Busey. <laughs> it was. Was, but, it, was it? Was it Warren Beatty? I can't remember. No, no, no it wasn't. Warren Beatty's Dick Tracy. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so in comparison, I was like, I remember. I just remember watching the Edward Norton Hulk and just thinking, this is really good. Yeah. Like right up until they recast Bruce Banner. I think it would have been higher up on the list. But as soon as you change the actor, you change so much about the character to make it work with that actor. And then you change the way that the Hulk looks so the Hulk looks like a Hulked version of Mark Ruffalo. And it's like, it's, so it just doesn't fit anymore. So in the grand scheme of the universe, no, it, gets, it I mean, ends they, up getting they pushed way down they, they the list. Put in, yeah. They put in Thunderbolt Ross, but that's... That's the thing, like, I really liked, yeah. I really liked the movie itself. Like, I'm on the same page with you. I loved Edward Norton in it. I thought he oh, did yeah. a great job. Yeah. The movie was way more... Like, that's the thing. Comparing it, especially to the, the disaster of the Hulk from, like, 2003 oh, or whatever. Yeah. It was a way better movie. Plus, it was, like, the second one. It came out right after Iron Man, so it gave you that hype like because they connected. Yeah, it connected it together. It was like the first time, really, that they had but done that kind of thing. But that's because the Hulk isn't made by the same studio, so... Yeah, Hulk's a universal thing, which yeah. is weird. See, I feel like there was probably originally going to be this um, trend of like, okay, so uh, Samuel L. Jackson goes and talks to Stark. So then at the end of Hulk, Stark goes and talks to Ross. I feel like it would have been like um, Bruce Banner would have gone and talked to... Spider-Man. Yeah, like there would have yeah. been like a progression of like each one talks to mm-hmm. the next one until the Avengers. And then whenever things got fucked up, they're like... Oh, we can't know. introduce Mark Ruffalo in a post-credit scene because everyone would be like, who the who fuck is this? this? Like, yeah. Hi, I'm Bruce Banner. It's like, no, that wouldn't yeah. work. Yeah, and I was actually like, because I really liked Edward Norton and I really liked him as the Hulk. Uh, well, I really like him. I don't like, like, I still like him. But, um, I, and I, whenever they were saying that they were going to recast the Hulk, I was like, why? Why are they going to do this? And yeah. I was like, this is bullshit. And then they, then. <laughs> and then they announced Mark Ruffalo and everyone was like, what? <laughs> this dude that's like only in romantic Comedy. Yeah. It's like, what's happening? Like, what is this? But apparently, like, um, I guess because for whatever reason, Edward Norton couldn't continue, either because of he's like, kind of a j hole. Yeah, that's the but thing. They, All like, there's been rumors about what it is, but every single rumor just leads back to it's Edward Norton's fault. It's not the studio's fault. It's yeah. not. I've heard that he is horrible to work with. Yeah, he's horrible to work with. He wanted more money than everybody else. He wants control. He, and also, just um, I think it was one of the directors. Like, specifically was like, Edward Norton won't work with me. And they're like, well, we want you. And then they replaced him. Yeah. That makes sense. So, but I, I, but I mean, it ended up working out real great. Because Mark Ruffalo is a great Oh, yeah. No, he's fantastic. Yeah. And it was that line in Avengers where he said, 
I'm always angry. That's when I was like, okay, this yeah, guy. Just, no. I was right. like, this, this guy's all right. fantastic. All right. What about 15, Chris? What comes in What comes in next to last? Okay. Oh, for me, it's Thor the Dark World. Thor the Dark oh. Huge piece of trash. Oh, number damn. 13, number 13 for me, so no love lost there. The, the Dark World on mine was 12. What's funny about the Dark World is I remember parts that I was like, okay, Christopher Eccleston not playing Doctor Who <laughs> and being like good. I was like, oh, he's not just a good Doctor Who for one season or whatever. He's like a good villain in this, yeah. I thought. I thought he was really good. And then after that, I'm like, there was like portals between dimensions or something. And Loki exists. Odin like, kind of died. Yeah, and like for some reason, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Like is like Natalie Portman going to like where the red goo is? Yeah, the red goo is not a good. Uh, <laughs> is not a good. Uh, the mist is not a good deal. No. Yeah, Thor. The Thor movies are not super great. And it was also the first one that was like, because in Thor one. Loki, you know, bad guy, whatever. And then two, it was it set this like precedent that you that is probably just gonna keep happening where it's like, Oh, Loki's gonna help. Oh no, he betrayed us. <laughs> like oh Quit course. Him. Yeah, yeah, like even with the <laughs> trailers for Thor Ragnarok where like they go and get him and he's part of the team, I'm like, he's gonna betray him at the end of the movie. Like Because he's crazy. Because he's Loki. So anyway. My number 15 is the first Thor movie. Well, yeah, mine, that was number 14. It's right there above. we agree because my number 15 is Thor. <laughs> oh, snap! So you like the Dark World better than Thor? Yes, yes. I did. Here's I distinctly thing. remember liking the second here's the one thing, way better here's than the, thing. The, the first one. The things you talked about that you, you just remember from two are better than any of the high points from the first I remember one. two things from the first Thor movie. There's a few good scenes, the, but... The first one I remember is when Thor slams the mug on the floor and says, and another. says another. It's like a great line. <laughs> but, but, and then I remember the weird visor monster that shot lasers, and that's Yeah, the it. Destroyer. Okay, the Destroyer was wasted. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's one issue, but that's not the biggest issue. The second thing is they threw away Donald Blake, the cover of Donald Blake, which should have been a whole storyline. Mm-hmm. I did like the scene where he tries to go into the S.H.I.E.L.D. facility and retrieve the hammer. I do like the scenes where he's in oh, Asgard. Yeah. <laughs> That's all fine and dandy. But overall, the film is just flat. He comes so close to being the character that we, that now they realize we want. Yeah. In that film where he's like, another, nothing can stop me, I'm the mighty. And then he, <laughs> the so Van like, Baxen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I get all that. It's funny, but here's the thing. They never go all the way with it. Yeah. And then they started releasing the clips and with the his, shorts with his, uh, with his roommate. roommate. So, and then they have Ragnarok. It's like, this is what you should... If they had done that in this first movie... And even in the second movie. Where they wanted to. <laughs> you could tell they wanted to. Yeah. But see, here's here's the way it is to me. It's like season one, they didn't go far enough in that direction with Thor. So like there were a few funny slapstick moments and that was it. I feel like with Thor 2... They just went the wrong direction. They went oh, yeah. back towards more serious, oh, which yeah. for me didn't work at all. And since they know it didn't work with but Ragnarok, here, here, they're like, all right, we're going to go all the way the other way. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's the problem I have. Like, you're lukewarm. And it's like, I could either take hot water or cold water. I'd prefer cold water. And they're like, here's hot water. And I'm like, still better than <laughs> lukewarm. Because, like, the mm. first one's just... It's not serious enough to make it a drama. 
It's not humor enough to make comedy. It doesn't have enough action to make an action adventure. Mm. I mean, literally, all the action takes place in running down a deserted street. Yeah. It's just not... Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's just not interesting. At least in two, we, we get the... You know, like, the dark elves come, and we see all of it falling, and things are in danger, and there's at least some destruction. Yeah, there's some and tense... And there's, there's like, some real power, and yeah. we get to see Asgard. Yeah. And Loki has an actual plot, not just... I'm, going I'm to a go, bad guy. Yeah, just not like, screw Thor. Like, the, there's something there. Plus, I can't hide my love of Eccleston. It's just... Yeah. It's there. It's and too he, big. And that role, like, that, that villain's forgettable, but his portrayal of it is one thing that you walk out of that movie. You're going to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that, that was... It was both of our 15s. That was 15, and my 14 was Iron Man 2, and my, my 13 14, was my, Dark World. So My 14 was also Iron Man 2, and my 13 was The Incredible Hulk. So, so. My 14 was Thor 1, so yeah. Okay, and what about 13? Because we, we're, we're both covered up in I 13. I feel like this is when it's going to start. Maybe you all agree with me. I have no idea. 13 for me is Age of Ultron. Oh. Age of I Ultron, Ultron is, was, is 11 uh, for me, so it's not... Age yeah, of Ultron is 6 for me. Ooh. Oh, well, we'll have to, we'll So here's the thing. For one, the Ultron, I feel like, whenever we saw the trailers and what's his name that does Ultron's voice? James Spader. I was like, oh, he's going to be evil as fuck. He's really cool. Yeah. I've seen him in other stuff. Like, his voice, like, works for this. And then, like, he was just kind of... He was almost goofy, even though he was killing people. He yeah. Was goofy. Yeah. So that's one thing I didn't like. Uh, Quicksilver. Here's the problem with Quicksilver. We've seen him in Fox movies, and we've seen him in Marvel Universe. Marvel Universe. Fox movies. did it better. Fox did it way better. If the Quicksilver in Age of Ultron was as fast as the one in the Fox universe, he would have survived what happened in the Ultron and saved everybody. And I, saved everybody. I think I'm I like, give, that's annoying. I give Age of Ultron uh, a bump, like another movie on my list. For the fact of this, there were some real moments in there where they actually showed what being an Avenger is. Mm-hmm. About like the whole scene with uh, uh, Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye. And Hawkeye, when, yeah. When Clint talks about, I'm just a guy with a bow and arrow. Or, you know, you do your whole, you could do it or whatever. And then he's talking to himself. Yeah. You could do it right now. Nobody would know. Like, there's a lot of moments, not just the family stuff, which I think he's take or leave it. I can, I can hear both arguments on that. But I think there are moments like that and moments with Iron Man and moments with even Hulk. There are moments in there where we get to see the motivations of the characters. So I don't think it's complete garbage. But I don't think it's highly over the top. It's one of the good ones. Let me put it that way. It's just not... I really liked it. I really liked it because um, there's several reasons. But I really liked liked all the characters. I feel like they... You got... Every every character got a good little bit where you got to learn a little bit more about them. They all got some character development. I really liked Scarlet Witch and her introduction in this film. And I really liked uh, Vision. Vision's introduction in this film. I feel like those moments were like super powerful. Um, and then I felt like... So the whole bit with, with Hawkeye and his lead up where they're totally like doing the classic thing where you're like, oh, he's going to die in this movie. We're seeing all of his family... He's like retire. He comes out of retirement, quote unquote. Yeah. And uh, and it's like there's that moment where you're like, here it's here it's coming. He's we we've been set up for this the whole movie that he's gonna die, and then they don't. They switch it out on you. And so it's like ah, I don't know. I love that. 
And so I granted the fact that James Spader was a little bit disappointing because I was expecting the yeah. like, super evil, creepy, and it starts off that way. Yeah, like the start the right, beginning right. of the movie, no, no. you I feel I felt that, but it didn't quite. It kind of petered out. I don't think they knew what to do with them, and then yeah. before they turned into a short circuit, where before like, they knew what to do with, I was them. expecting them to do like movie quotes. Before they the before end. they knew what to do with them, they figured out that they had to end the story. Yeah, and it just. And I feel like, too, and this might be like a comic book thing, I don't even know. I feel like the way Ultron worked and the way he was in everything yeah. is there should have been some sort of indication that, like, they didn't completely destroy him. And I but think instead it was like, well, there's this one Ultron up on his hill, all we have to do is kill that one. I was like, okay, the coolest moment of me, for me, I'm pretty sure this is Age of Ultron, because this is the first one with Vision. Is the whole scene where they're all they all try to pick up the hammer? Right, and he picks it up, and, and Captain America it. almost does, and it kind of freaks Thor out. Yeah, and then like nobody wants to trust Vision because to him, because initially they're all like, they just kind of assume that he's just like um, Ultron, Ultron, right. yeah, because he's created almost the same way. And then when he picks up the hammer and just hands it to Thor, that moment is when everyone's like, oh well. <laughs> Well, guess, maybe. Guess, guess we should listen to this guy. <laughs> so, I don't know. No, I, I, I really like it's it. It's not. That's the thing. That's that's the key thing to me. Is like I don't think any of these movies are bad. Right. It's I, just I, whenever I, you put them on a list, like some are worse than. Others. I think. I think the bottom like, four for me are bad. I think the the break is hard, and it goes to movies I would watch again. Yeah. And then there's movies that I really enjoy, and that's yeah. That's kind like, of what my color coding was based on. Was like red was movies I'm like. I would probably not watch you again. <laughs> yeah. which, which for me is Thor, the Thor's Iron Man 2 and Incredible Hulk. Like, I would probably not. Yeah. Like, yeah. even in the background, I wouldn't want to watch you again. Yeah. Like, if it's on TV and you're not Yeah, like, yeah. To Just to reiterate, and none of them are bad, the IMDb scores range from 6.8 to 8.1. Like, well, it's a yeah, very small that, That's the whole deal. Oh, for the, now, for, for my 13, I know this. The, the scores were 7. All sevens except for Incredible Hulk, which got a 6.8. Yeah. So, like, Iron Man 2, 7. Thor The Dark World, 7. Thor, 7. Age of Ultron, 7.4. Hmm. And, so, and, like, on Metacritic... What are Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, 66, 72, 77, 67. So, they're all within a range there. Yeah. But the 77 is for Thor, and it comes up pretty high. Metacritic has them at 54 for Thor The Dark World, 57, 57... For Iron Man and Thor and Incredible Hulk at 61. It actually is higher than the others. Hmm. Yeah. So Interesting. It's kind of a hard break there because across the board, uh, it did look like Thor The Dark World came in really low. Mm-hmm. And so did The Incredible Hulk. Those are the two. Uh, none of them were unanimous. There's only one movie on here that is unanimously uh, highly approved. And one that there's none that are like unanimously like flushed. Hmm. Yeah, they yeah. all come in pretty pretty evenly. What's what's funny is the one I, I think the one you're talking about that's like highly scored across all three websites is kind of low on my list. Probably we'll, we'll get we'll get there because let, let's go to twelve because twelve for me is where the movies that I actually start well, to enjoy. Twelve for me is Incredible Hulk. And okay, twelve for me is uh, The Dark World, Thor two, Ant Man. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, we're gonna fight. Okay, no, it's not, a, it's not a fight. I mean, we'll talk about it when we get there on your list because I know it's going to be much higher. I loved Ant Man. Let, let, let me explain something. <laughs> yeah, a vision I have. Eh, vision, a vision I have. <laughs> At the beginning of Ant Man and the Wasp, 
it starts with Anthony Pineda. Is that his name? That did like the crazy stories. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I want him to recap everything that the happened first between Ant Man yeah. and the second one. <laughs> I yes, want him to tell please. the story of all of that. Of, like, he should Infinity just be shorts. There should just be shorts of him telling stories. The fact that the first poster or whatever for Ant Man and the Wasp has him in it, I'm like, yes. Please. Please Here, tell more stories. This is why I say there's a heartbreak here for me because I really do enjoy Ant Man. I would watch Ant Man right now. The problem is this. In the MCU, this is where it gets negative yeah. points. Is in the MCU, what is it? Should have came out forever ago. It's it? one of those no, things. No, but I mean, but here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. what, what does it add? We got to see Ant-Man in... It's in just Civil, a good character introduction. In, in, Civil, yeah. in Civil War. But that doesn't really get... It hasn't been built on yet. I mean, I know there's more movies and there's... More Avengers movies, and he's gonna have a bigger role. Yeah. I love Paul Rudd. There's nothing, you know. Don't get me wrong. Michael Douglas is awesome. It's, it has nothing to do with that. The de aging was good. The special effects were good. Mm-hmm. The villain, a little lackluster. Yeah, but, but the that story a overall. Lot. I think that's the actor because that actor. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't like. <laughs> like he was in the first season of uh, House of Cards, and I wouldn't get rid of Yellow Jacket. Like I don't think I would have wasted Yellow Jacket like that just generally. Oh yeah. But so, yeah. but my, my, my points, the only reason I'm putting it low is I'm not sure what to make of that in an MCU setting. Mm-hmm. By itself, okay. Yeah. But we're talking about best films in the MCU, which means I have to take them all in context. I don't know where it goes because it doesn't introduce something new because we're going to probably argue about this in a different movie. There are movies that are just character introductions that don't build... Onto the other movies, right? But they build into the universe. Ant Man didn't introduce anything that we hadn't already seen. I mean, he was kind of a take on Iron Man. I mean, like the tech was there, rich guy built it, used it, saved the world, Captain America style, did it back in the day. All good stuff, different story, but it's not. Uh, well, we'll get to it. But I have, I'm gonna have Doctor Strange higher on my list. Doctor Strange gets higher because it introduces magic. It's got the same problems. Right. Ant-Man has a problem that, like, I feel like most of these don't have. But Ant-Man, because Ant-Man has it, it made it stick out for me. Ant-Man's number nine on mine. It's okay. in yours, but, um, And it's the, we can't afford to put oh, more people yeah, in. Yeah. So, like, the only other contract are is uh, Falcon. Falcon. So, yeah, it's kind of like, it reminds me of, like, like, the Deadpool movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they couldn't afford it. At least in Deadpool, like, there was the breaking of the wall and, like, making a joke about the fact, like, oh, you guys are the only ones that could afford it. And, like, was it, he made the joke about, like, which Professor X it is. Like, in Deadpool, they use that in a good way because they can make a joke about it. Mm -hmm. But in this one, it's like, they literally go to the Avengers facility the only one there is Falcon. Everyone else is gone doing whatever. Well, I thought it was funny that they kind of tied that in there because the because it was supposed to be an abandoned Stark building that nobody really used except for storage anymore. Oh right. And they yeah. had like just said in the other movie that hey we're using this old building that we don't hardly use anymore. Yeah. We're going to turn it into. A... So yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. But the, so the thing that I really liked about it was that it came out. Pretty soon after, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and the second, and Age of Ultron. So, it was, like, right as they were starting to use more of that 
uh, ridiculous fun humor. It's a funny movie. Yeah. I don't think so it is. So it works great. really well yeah. with like with the with Paul Rudd, and mm-hmm. it works really well with those characters. And I don't know. I really liked. I'm I'm biased because I really like the Wasp, and I've been waiting for the Wasp since like the first Iron Man movie came out, mm-hmm. and then they finally did it. So I'm definitely biased, but I put it up a lot higher. It's number four on my list. Um, I I think. What's interesting about Ant-Man is I remember laughing a lot when I yeah. watched it. And other than Anthony Pineda's storytelling, I'm going to say that's his name. I think it's, I'm pretty Pin- sure that's I think it's Pena, but... Pena. Michael Pena, I'm pretty sure. Mike Anthony Pineda. Well, Michael, <laughs> Michael Pena. We all know okay. who you're talking yeah. about. Uh, storytelling guy. So, with Thor, I can remember the funny parts because there were like three of them. Right. But, like, with Ant-Man, other than the storytelling parts, like, I remember laughing at a lot of different parts. I don't remember what I laughed at. Because a lot of it was funny. Oh, and Thomas the Tank Engine. I remember. The Mark, now, now, the that, Mark Antony. Now, now, to be fair, IMDb did rate it higher than my number one pick. Oh. Yeah, so Ant-Man, it, IMDb 7.3. Three. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes 75. Is, uh, that makes it number seven out of our list. It would be ranked seven because there's think, some ties. I think I liked it, too, because it wasn't, like... It was, I mean, it was right after Age of Ultron and Guardians of the Galaxy, which were these huge, big epics, and it was more contained mm. to, like, no, a single storyline, so it was a little it. chiller. Um, but yeah, I really liked that. I really liked the, uh, I really liked the, the character that's, uh, that's going to be the Wasp. I feel like she's a really interesting character who's got, like, some really interesting dynamics, and so I'm really excited to see more how that works. What's interesting is Evangeline Lilly or yeah. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I hated her in Lost. Yeah. And then you I hated hate everyone. And then I hated her in The Hobbit because her character. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. wasn't her fault though. That no, was the I know. Character. Well, here's the thing. She could have said that's not a real character. <laughs> uh, she could have been like, "You shouldn't part. do this." Just like but, Toby, uh, no, just like uh, Topher Grace shouldn't have taken the Venom role. <laughs> yeah, but I have, I have a question. So I met. I'm up to number ten with with the ones you've named. What, what's next for you? Which one are we? Where 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 okay. you're at? So Twelve what? was the Thor Two Dark World. I think that was the last one, and then I had eleven is Captain America, the first one. The first one. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's well, higher on my list. So we'll, mostly because I don't really remember much about it. Well, I also think I saw it like once, maybe twice. I okay. I remember enjoying it, but it's not a problem. I mean, I'm just saving my arguments for when we get higher up because yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. the, then I don't have anything to discuss. Uh, Chris, eleven for me is Iron Man three. Ele- uh, that's my number ten. So number okay. ten for me is the first Iron Man. Number so 10 all for three me. Iron Men are are fairly low. Are pretty low. It's really yeah, well, weird to think about, but it is. I'm surprised. But Iron I feel like Man's Iron Man. Out. What's funny is Iron Man to me is the best Iron Man. And I still think Jebediah with the big suit at the end was really stupid. Ridiculous. I was like, yeah. this is a dumb way uh, in the it, movie. It's, it's up there for me. It's not my favorite. And actually, I, I would say that 5, 6, and 7 for me are pretty fluid. But that's... Yeah. It's in that range. Yeah, the, a lot of these I feel like if I had rewatched all of them, they might be a bit different. Uh, what about number 10, guys? I have The Avengers, the first one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. 10's Iron Man. 10's Iron Man. 10 for me is Iron Man 3. Okay. So... Number nine. nine. Nine for me is Ant-Man. Nine is Ant-Man. I have Captain America 2, Winter Soldier. I cannot believe those two were that low, but that's... Man, yeah, yeah I was going to say Winter Soldier is... That's okay, because I'm about to stir some fury. And number nine was what? Number nine is Ant-Man. And number nine for you was... Was Winter Soldier. Number yeah. nine for me is Spider-Man Homecoming. 
Oh. Oh man, you're just in the middle of the list. In the middle. It is. It's just. You want uh, to defend your position? No, I think I think it's firmly in the middle. I think that's <laughs> probably where it belongs. Spider-Man: Homecoming for me is number three. Okay, well you can make your argument when we get to top fives. I don't. Want, I'm not going to argue <laughs> okay, any of my okay, top fives. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait before we get there. No, number eight for me was Doctor Strange. Same here. Yeah. 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 No, number eight for me is Guardians Two. Okay. That's okay. the thing, like, in between, I sat there trying to figure out which one I liked better, uh, Doctor Strange or Guardians of the Galaxy and, 2. And I totally hear you, because my number seven is Doctor Strange. Ah, uh, my number <laughs> seven is Guardians of the Galaxy 2! <laughs> so see, see nice, I sat nice. there, like, I was like, which one did I like better? They're, I don't they're know. Very much. What about you, Chris? What's number seven on your... Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Because I okay. feel like it was the weakest Captain America, only because they never did anything with Red Skull after that. Yeah. That's I mean, one of those that, context does, things. Does, does, he just kind of... What's funny is he doesn't die, right? Doesn't he just disappear? I don't know. He, he, he runs away. Crash. They had the, the crash thing. They're on the ship, remember? Because Steve gets stuck in the ice, and then he's got to... I got to fly this. He gets sucked in that yeah, portal. Yeah, but he, but Red Skull isn't in the no, ship. No, he gets sucked into that portal. Oh, yeah. So he's somewhere. Yeah. And they're just like... So, I mean, that, that's like, out there. If we run out of ideas, it's so, like... Didn't yeah. they... Okay, so I'm going to go off on a little tangent here with Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. At the end of Doctor Strange, the post credit scene was Thor talking to him about trying to find Loki. Yeah. So, Or the, was it Loki or was it his dad? I think he was, was trying to find Loki. Oh, okay. Now, at the end of, the, of Thor 2, the Dark World, he thinks Loki's dead because he dies, quote-unquote, and that, then that's takes one of those, That's one of those Odin's timeline place. things. Because right now... We don't know, like, where Thor 3 happens. We don't know if it happens right after 2 or... Yeah, we um, had this discussion earlier. And also... When, where is where are Thor and Hulk? The fact that the characters that we've seen so far are pretty much fluid in the Avengers timeline mm-hmm. means that this story could happen... But, like, he has and, the long hair. He has the yeah, long hair when he's talking about Strange. That's what's so confusing. Because also, if you've seen the leaked Infinity War trailer, it... Makes it even more confusing about when that scene at the end of Doctor Strange happens. Because <laughs> it's like, okay, he has long hair here. Maybe. I have no idea. It's very confusing. So, yeah, I don't know if, like, maybe it happens far after Doctor. Uh, like, maybe no Doctor Strange idea. happens, like, way after uh, the next Thor movie. Or, like, my, my thought immediately was that it was Loki trying to trick Doctor Strange. And was Maybe. by oh, Loki might Thor. be okay, just like he did but with Odin. Okay. That that whole thing was confusing to me because I was like, wait, he thinks Loki's dead. I don't know what's happening. Anyway, I just wanted to discuss that because I think it's I mean, good Doctor to know Strange that- is this low for me. Only reason I like I said, there's three fluid ones, and the problem is, it, did, it while it introduces magic, it's a very good introduction. It shows us what to expect coming mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. it uses the old universe to do things. I think that it leaves a lot of doors open that it probably shouldn't have. And so... And there was some storytelling stuff that I didn't really like. Some writing and stuff. The thing thing about Doctor Strange... I think... I was going to say... Are we talking about spoilers? We're halfway through the list. I think spoilers are fine. (laughs) The thing that bugs me about Doctor Strange is the way that he defeats Dormammu. Oh, yeah. Because he's just like... He does this time loop and he's like... I'll let you out of the time loop if you promise not to hurt my universe. And he's like, okay. And that's the end. I'm like, what? 
that's not like a good ending at all. And then they top it off by making that other guy a bad guy at the very end. It's yeah. like, why? why? And, I, and, I, yeah. and I guess, like, the idea is, well, like, if Dormammu goes back on his word, Strange will just put him back in a timeline. Right. Except that he puts the stone back. So well, but, but the other thing power. is that I think he's afraid that, like, Strange has outsmarted him, so there's a chance. I mean, you'd have to yeah, do the true. whole thing. And he's again. probably like, there's other universes. I right, I mean, with. like, I can come back when he's dead in a thousand years mm-hmm. and just eat it. Like, Yeah, um, it was just one of those things, like, when it happened, I was like, what? It's not Galactus as a giant space cloud. Guy. I mean, let's not talk about that ever. Okay, <laughs> so number six then, or whatever number we're on for you. Uh, six for me was Avengers 2 Age of Ultron. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Already Chris? talked about it. Blade Trinity. Yes, what was it really? Blade Trinity has the best line. It's not Blade Trinity because Blade, 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 the Blade movies are out of their contention because the one, two, Trinity, three would be taken. Blade Trinity has Ryan oh Reynolds saying the best line in Hannibal the movie. Hannibal King, yes. He said he called the the vampire girl a cock juggling thunder cunt, oh. which which made me laugh for like twenty minutes. Okay, so what number are we on? Six, I think. Six is uh, Civil War. Six is Civil War. Nice. Uh, now I'm gonna be voicing Kern's opinions over here. Oh too. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we're in the, the top, top five. five. Yeah. Top five. So now let's get some real arguments. We're almost five. an hour in, so let's do this. All right, yeah. Number five for me, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Oh, All way right. higher than ours is. Way higher. Fucking love. I mean, it was really good. It but... wasn't as good as one, but like it was really. I like two. It's one of those things. As we go up the list, like I have less and less problems. When we get to the top five, I don't have a problem with any of the top five movies. All right. Yep. Well, I'm not going to argue that it shouldn't be there. I have it at eight, so I, I mean, I can see it. I just think it's one of those things that um, didn't really add to the MCU yet again. That's my critique. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I felt like the, the we we talked about it during the deal. There's story problems, just generally like. It's weird how it turns. The focus is off in places. But it does a lot of cool shit. So I can't hate the movie. Yeah. Like, I feel like 2 added a lot to the universe. What because, okay, for one, we get this view of all these people that are like... Like, it introduced a lot of new characters that they might not do anything with. Right. Like, all the other teams. And like, how all the people came to uh, Mary Poppins' funeral at the end. Okay. Like, all the... Like, all the Ravagers. So say. to me, like, it gave all this context that we didn't know about. Like, because we knew that he was, like, an outcast of something. Right, right. And, like, for someone like me that doesn't have, like, any of the comic book knowledge of it. Sure. Seeing that on a grand scale of all these people with their fireworks in space, I'm like, holy shit. Like, there were a lot of people that, like, heard about his sacrifice. And I was like, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, Yondu dies. So all that, the there was the, uh, the first time that we get to see the... Um, who were the guys that were talking to Stan Lee? The, the Watchers. The Watchers. Like, yeah. That's one of those things that even I knew about because like, yeah, I remember seeing that cool like, in Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I will give that. that. I mean, that, that so, may like, be the actually, biggest. So actually putting that in there and like kind of hinting that Stan Lee's like actually is a thing that spans all this stuff. And I, I guess they're not going to add him in before the Thanos thing is over, but they're, they, they 
introduced or teased Adam Warlock. Yeah. Who's supposed oh, yeah. to be one of the biggest characters in I mean, Fighting There's a lot of good things. Like, I don't think it's a bad movie. No, I not just, at all. I, I think, I'm just saying I think it really did add a lot. I just I just had issues where I was like, I think it was a good Guardians movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure that it gave me more than Guardians 1 gave me to add to the stack of things I want to see going forward for like Infinity Wars and stuff. Mm. I could definitely see it being the top five. I don't have a problem with it being the top five. Right. Um, Rose? My number five? Number five. My number five was Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. It ended up a little bit lower than I wanted it to, but it just couldn't quite beat out by uh, the rest of my five. But I really loved it. I thought it was great. I've been wanting to see uh, Spider-Man in the MCU since I heard about it, and getting the little tease of him in the Civil War movie and was just great. And then this movie was pretty much exactly what I expected and what I wanted, so it ended up in my top five. Kern agrees. He put it at number five. Well, one of the things that I heard somebody say on a podcast recently, I don't remember what podcast. Was it this podcast? No. Okay. Um... That they didn't realize that the tone of the other Spider-Man movies was wrong until they saw this one and mm. realized how right it was. And then somebody else on the podcast said, it's because the other movies were about Spider-Man. This one was Spidey. Spidey. Like it really, <laughs> it's a dumb way to say it. <laughs> no, but I'm just like, I, I, think, I think I don't buy that argument. Uh, look, Spider-Man's low for me. And the only reason it's low for me is that it's just. Uh, there was really cool stuff. The suit was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Michael Keaton's a badass. The kid yeah. was great. Tom Holland, I'll, whatever. All of that, we got more happy, which I'm always happy with. Tony Stark probably has the best character building. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has a great character in that, that out, movie. Out of, out of cameo <laughs> scenes, he does the most out of it. Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It's just, there's so many things where I was like, oh, come on. That's That's literally... My whole lower placement is built on come on. It's like, oh, we're so lucky that Spider-Man's exactly everywhere where Peter Parker happens to be. Isn't it crazy that a high school kid that's supposed to be in class can be everywhere else and just so happen to be in Washington at the same... Like, no one's questioning this. He hopped the yeah. fence. You guys talked about how I mean, stupid that... There's just things where I'm like... This, this that was Michael the only Keaton part that put I it together really said, quick, yeah. though. That, that's, the, that's, that's the shit I'm talking about. Also, also let's be... Let's, not to pick on the vulture, but again, it's just the writing and the, oh shit, like, come on. You have the technology to build portals with the technology you're, you're, you're stealing, right? Mm-hmm. That's literally the technology they're transporting. Why would you not guard against the shit that's like, here, like, I get that we carry nuclear bombs in planes that aren't nuclear bomb proof. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we take extreme measures to make sure people can't just, like, steal that shit. They guard against other ones. They're like, well, we have these magic rocks that when you place them apart, they just... They explode. They, well, no, they make the portal so they oh, yeah, can, drop in, so you can drop, you in, drop yeah. in a truck. Guess we better transport these by truck <laughs> with no video monitoring or anything <laughs> that would tell us when they're being used. What? <laughs> it's so stupid. What, what, one other thing I think is kind of funny... That doesn't make a whole lot of sense in the same vein you're talking about. Whenever Spider-Man gets stuck in the truck, I, and he yeah. tries to jump out, and it just knocks him out because he just jumps into the yeah. ceiling. When they get the truck to the facility, how is there not like a, okay, we'll check the cargo before we just lock it in this room? Like, right? <laughs> I feel like that's just normal protocol for anything being shipped anywhere. But, but especially 
hazardous alien material. <laughs> like, but there, maybe we should just go. So many, okay, it's good. There's so many questions. Like, the suit can do all this shit, but he's locked in there. Like, but they can't hack like the computer to open the door. That's what was dumb. Is he took so long to realize? Hey, wait, maybe I can just hack the door. I'm like, yeah. And it seemed like when he hacked it, I was waiting for uh, the AI to just say. No, we didn't get it. That's just the automatic lock in the morning. Like, Because when he got out, it was daytime. So I thought it was going to be like a joke that like, no, we didn't crack it. It's just that's when it opened. That's just, I, I thought that that, but it just, it, whatever. Uh, my number five is Iron Man. Okay. The first Iron Man. I think it's... It's a great one. It, it's the building block of the MCU as much as I don't oh, yeah. like that. I'm not really a huge fan of the film itself. I think it's stupid that Terrence Howard didn't come back. Oh, that's, it, uh, that's that was Terrence that's Howard's, Terrence Howard's fault. Though. Yeah, but I'm just saying, money I'm just saying, like, it's stupid that we, we, you know, I'm happier this way, but still, the the villains are kind of weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tony's story is good. I like the update. It's one of the few updates that Marvel does that I wasn't like. This is a crap. I thought it was good. The story was good. It introduced us to the tech. It showed us that they could do the special effects. It, for me, it was a standout film. I think it's an it, easy top five. It, it had one yeah. of the. It has one of the best lines of all the movies. I am Iron Man. Yeah, that was badass when that well, happened. Well, when we because yeah. you're expecting him, were, you're expecting him to go out and say, "No, this is all." Are gonna water. hide? Yeah, that they they're not afraid. Yeah. And he builds off of that, like that Tony Stark's character in Iron Man One. The reason why three works so good. The reason why the the traumatic experience in. Avengers 1 and 2 works so good and Civil War makes sense mm-hmm. is because we've seen his character develop from who he was in 1 yeah. all the way through this. Mm-hmm. So I think that those movies probably get a boost because of that, but yeah. it's true. Yeah, It's Iron Man for me. Uh, so that brings us to number 4. For me, 4 is Winter Soldier. Now Winter Soldier has one problem to me that is a problem that is in a bunch of the Marvel movies. No that are like. Huh? No boobs. No, that's not. It. It's <laughs> Two a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem that's in a lot of the Marvel movies that I feel like just a couple movies in, I was like, I'm just gonna have to get used to this being a thing. Okay. And that is, there's a global threat, and the Avengers aren't coming. It's just the it's just character the one for this character, movie. yeah. So like, I feel like one of the biggest threats to the world was in Winter Soldier. Whenever it's like, oh, all these. Uh, Ships that Shield has been putting up in the sky are going to be used to kill millions of people right. all at once, and it's like that seems like something everybody should be clued in on. Worried, worried instead, about, worried about, Captain yeah. America's like, "Nope, I'm just going to do this." Like, okay, well, great, all right, good for you, dude. I uh, did like that movie. I thought it was definitely like it ended up on where did I put it? Um, nine. Mm-hmm. But on my list, but I, I did enjoy it. Winter Soldier for me, I'll just go ahead and throw it out there, is three. It's one of my top three. It's Kern, great. Kern did I, not have it on, on his list. It's, it's again, it gets down to nitpicking. Mm-hmm. So the only reason Winter Soldier falls that low is, like you said, really could have used a solid... I, I think Black Widow got a ton of good time in there. Oh, yeah. Nick Fury got a ton of good time mm-hmm. in there. It was nice to see depowered people. Oh, yeah. uh, could have used a few more characters, I felt like. Yeah. It did give us, you know, some great moments. It gave us a good Falcon. It gave us all kinds of stuff. So oh, yeah. I'm not upset with it in any sort and of And is way. that the one where uh, Peggy dies? Doesn't she yes. die in Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That whole bit is like Because he was saddest. going to visit her and 
the nursing home or wherever she is, and like Ugh. she, it seemed like she remembered him, and then she'd forget who. What he was, was. Yeah, What, what, what was him. yours, Rose? My number four was Ant Man. Ant Man. The man of ants. What's funny is I don't feel like I'll be mad at anybody putting anything anywhere. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, that was a good movie. <laughs> well, number, number four for me is pr- apparently pretty low for the rest of you guys. So I'll just go ahead and throw on. It's Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Uh, my gar- my Guardians is three. Yeah, my Guardians is two. <laughs> well, I mean, but uh, I'm just saying like everyone had Guardians higher than me. And I feel like one, two, three, the top five is always... A uh, bit of a contention for people, I feel like. Mm. Guardians just scored that low for me, again, just because of the MCU thing. It gave us a lot, but because it's not directly... It was very out of place. But because it's du- it not directly else. involved, yeah. Because yeah. it's not directly involved, except for Thanos. But Thanos is a very tangent still... Connection, yeah. Right now, it's like, oh, well, that guy was in both movies, so we have that... that Earth was what? in both movies, too, yeah. so we're good. That's what, the reason why it's low. What I love is it's been like six movies since Thanos said, I guess I'll do it myself. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this guy sure takes his goddamn time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. What was number four for Kern? Uh, oh, man. One, two, three, four, five. He gave six movies, guys. Oh, damn. I just... <laughs> So Homecoming was six? Uh, Homecoming was six. Doctor Strange was five. Okay. The Avengers was number four. Okay. Okay. What was his number three since we're moving yeah, on? We're moving to three. Iron three. Man, the man of iron. Ah. Good for him. Number right. three, of course, for me was the Winter Soldier, like I said. Number three for you, Chris. Number three for me is Spider-Man. Number three for me is Guardians of the Galaxy. First one. Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, then I guess we move on to second place. First runner up. Uh, I'll, I, I'll give Kearns. It's Guardians. We've already said it, so it's not a... Yeah. Guardians. Mine's, number, mine's Guardians at number two. Number, number two. Mine is Captain America 3, Civil War. Civil War, number three. Mm-hmm. I, I would see that. I really enjoyed that movie. I loved all of the people in it. I that, That's one that I would watch over and over and over again. I could watch, I could watch it. Number two for me is The Avengers. Mm. Is The Avengers. Uh, I think it's a... So it's one of the few that they just did right. And you, mm-hmm. that ensemble is just perfect. All their first interactions and then like working together. Oh, yeah, getting the whole... Coulson. Isn't that when Coulson, Coulson died? died? Yeah. And they still don't know he's alive. I feel yeah. like yeah. it's going to be some weird reveal in Infinity War. You're just going to walk in and he'll be like, oh, that was like four years ago. No, <laughs> I'm just I waiting. totally Here's forgot to let you guys. Here's yeah. what I'm waiting for. When Thanos wipes off half the planet... Colson dies and they have to come in and tell him Colson died again. Oh my god. Like, no, Colson died. Like, I don't know. He, that was a fake death. This is a real death. We, we brought have, him back to life. We have to life. come together, guys. We gotta beat Thanos. So, y'all know why that's a thing, right? Why it's never been mentioned in the actual movies? Because no. I've never watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. When they. No, it actually it doesn't really have anything to do with it. But he's on that, isn't he? Yeah, it has to do with Joss Whedon. When he, because he was still directing the Avengers when they when they brought out an Agents of Shield and resurrected uh, Coulson. Coulson, yeah. And Josh did they Wheaton resurrect him? Yeah. Yeah. They straight up like bring him back to life. So it wasn't like he didn't fake his death. No, he he oh. died, and they brought him back to life using alien technology. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um. So spoilers, by the way. Um. But um. So Josh Whedon was mad about that. He was super pissed. He was like, there was a whole that was like that totally takes away. All of the importance of his death in the movie, and so he purposefully like distanced the TV show from the movies mm. and refused to bring Coulson back in them. <laughs> so that's All why right, it then. hasn't been mentioned in the movies yet, that's even funny. though he's not doing it anymore. 
It's because of that that it never got So mentioned. this is the part where we fight. Uh-oh. Is it, though? This is number one. Oh, number no. one. No, we were going to fight. Do you want me to give you Kern first? Yeah. I see what your number one is. Since he's not, since, since he's, <laughs> since he's not here to defend himself. Yep. Oh, Thor. God. <laughs> Tell us it's Thor. It's Thor. Fuck off, Kern. <laughs> the Nerdtastic 3. The Nerdtastic 3. We're over. Literally. We're done. No one had that ranked, I think, above 14. No. That was no. My number 14, That's the best yeah. movie, It was man. the second to last. That's the best mine. movie, man. See, here's the problem. Are you reading it backwards? No, he said it was from first to firth. <laughs> well, I don't know how you actually. It says five R H. So, uh, and he says, message him and say, give us one reason why Thor is the best. Thor, Guardians, Iron Man, the Avengers, Doctor Strange, and Spider Man, which is six already. So maybe it was a joke, and Guardians was number one. Because I know Kern, so I'm going to assume that that's the joke. His Guardians was actually his number one. We're butchering his list, but that's because Great. he tried to tell a joke and didn't say it was a joke. So, uh, <laughs> but that's, yeah. that's what we'll have to say, yeah. But I, I assume he meant Guardians. But um, Thor. If not, we're still going to laugh at him. Thor. Hey, Kern. You reach for that rainbow. <laughs> rainbow bridge. Just rainbow take that rainbow bridge back to Asgard because you know. <laughs> For me, number one was Avengers, the original, the first one. Ah, original. That was my number two, so I can't really argue. That was my number ten. One thing I noticed when looking at all the websites for the scores, Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy are the two highest rated ones on IMDb. Guardians of the Galaxy. They have 8.1s. Guardians of the Galaxy is never more than second place. That's what I was going to say. There's one movie that never fell. Avengers on Metacritic as a 69. Uh, yeah. Guardians on IMDb is 8.1, which I think is the highest, uh, which it shares with the Avengers. Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's a 91, which it shares with Iron Man, but is one below the Avengers. But then, but Iron they, Man one is a 94. It's the highest one on Rotten Tomatoes. But then, on Meta on uh, Metacritic, Avengers is a 69, and Guardians is, is a 76. 76, which is. The second highest That's rated. Right. The highest rated is Iron, Iron Man, Man 1 79. That's why I was like, Iron funny. Man... What? It's funny that that one's rated number one. Iron Man 1, if you like, if you aggregated these aggregate scores, Iron Man would be the top rated movie. Probably. I mean, it's either that or Guardians. And it's my number 10. <laughs> it's like, well, but, but, well, you know, And Iron Man is my number one. Iron Man's your number one. Again, yeah. again, it's number five for me. I can't argue. It's great. I think it's... Number one for me is going to be the one that I felt like the most contentious... It's Captain America, the first Avenger. Oh, really? It's it was, the best no, it was one. great. That's the I thing. liked it, but I don't I, think it, it's the best. To me, it's one of the best. It's just the Red Skull thing that makes it put makes me put it for the And I'll, I'll hear that argument, but I think the fact that it leaves it open, unlike the other ones, like Mallet from uh, Thor Dark World, mm-hmm. where he gets shoeboxed, or even Loki, where he just keeps coming back for no goddamn reason other than Tom Hiddleston. Speaking, uh, that's fine with me. I like Tom Hiddleston. I know, but that's the problem. So I think that I think that the Avengers, the original Avengers, I think it might have gotten higher up on my list, but it's one of those other ones that I haven't seen in forever, and I couldn't quite remember everything that happened in it, and mm. that's why it, it ended up lower on my list because I, I didn't really remember everything about it. See, Captain America, I can remember a lot of for some reason. Because I remember it starts out with him being a scrawny kid. Yeah. yeah. Government test. And then he's like a poster boy. Like, he wasn't even supposed yeah. to actually do anything. He's yeah. just supposed to look nice. Yeah. I can remember that movie. I stuff. probably beat for beat. Yeah. 
Uh, it's got Tommy Lee Jones giving an amazing performance. Yeah. Yeah, Stanley yeah. Tucci as Dr. Erskine is amazing. Mm-hmm. The whole introduction to Hydra, which plays a massive role yeah. in the MCU yeah. to now, is really cool. The Red School I'll give you, but it also gives us the Infinity Stones when we actually know what they're True. doing and we see mm. the power of them. It brings us into modern time. It shows us where S.H.I.E.L.D. came from. It gives us Agent Carter. These are all amazing things, I think. Plus, it's a period piece. I take that into account. Because the other ones, the filmmaking's good. But this is the only one that steps outside the box and doesn't just make a sci-fi or an action movie. It's like a history But it makes, makes a history. Makes so, a, I think you like it so piece. much. I think you do like it so much and you ranked it so high because it does add so much into the MCU. And that's, yeah. your, that's your biggest Yeah, like, that's my biggest drawback. Some of, the other ones. some of the other ones fall. But I think the other thing is the filmmaking it on it is just really, really high. Like, what, it doesn't have any bad filmmaking things. Yeah. What's really interesting to me is you mentioned that it's a period piece. I know this is going off a different direction. I feel like Wonder Woman was a better period piece than than uh, Captain America. Hmm. I think it's a more accurate because it's more realistic. I mean, obviously, they don't, it was gods flying around the world, but it doesn't have magic yeah. weapons and, you know, a yeah. red skull. And, <laughs> you know, okay, I get that's that. That's true. But my thing is... That I think within the MCU it's contained. Wonder Woman maybe, but I think I would have the same faults probably with it. Right now, sadly, because of the universe that DC's built, Wonder Woman is a sore thumb that sticks out. Because it's the best one? Well, just because... The I was going to say, we should rank the DCEU. Well, I think after, like four movies, after, after movies. we see Justice League, we should come back we and, should. and try to do that. In November? Yeah, November 18th. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anyone can be upset with anyone's list except for Kern putting Thor at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. fuck off Kern. I don't so, know what that is. It's got to be a joke. I'm going with that. Guardians was his number one. one we thing all I, love Guardians. One, one thing I want to say about these 16 movies. Yes. I've only seen any of them once. Like, I've never gone back and watched any of them. Oh, really? Except for Winter Soldier that I saw like twice in a week. Just because, for some reason, when I left that movie, I was like, that was so good. And then I, I think I called somebody up and was like, have you seen this yet? And they're like, no. And I was like, all right, we're going to go watch um, I have seen Spider-Man Homecoming once. I've seen, everything else I've only seen I've seen once. Iron Man several times. Yeah. I've seen The Incredible Hulk, uh, Incredible Hulk a couple of times because I actually had the DVD. Yeah, I'm sure. I've seen Iron Man 2 maybe, one, maybe twice. I watched Guardians 1 twice because I watched it again right before 2 came out. I've seen Guardians a couple of times. Yeah, I've watched Guardians a couple of times. I've seen Guardians 2 two or three times. I feel like I want to see Ragnarok in theaters like a few times. Uh, Captain America, I watch... I've seen that one a couple of times too. Uh, the Avengers, I've probably watched a handful of times, I could too. probably... It'd probably be easier for me to point out the ones I've only seen Yeah, once. that's what I'm saying. The Winter Soldier, I've maybe seen twice, three times. Uh, I saw Iron Man Doctor 3 Doctor Strange, once. I've seen twice. I've only seen Doctor Strange once, but I would watch it again. Iron Man 3? I saw Two that or once. three times. I've only seen Spider-Man once, but that's just because yeah. I don't have that, the money to go to That's me. I've only seen it once for the same thing. <laughs> uh, Ant-Man, I think I've seen twice. Maybe I've seen Ant-Man once. a couple of times. Dark World, a few times, actually. Because I saw Ant-Man twice in theaters. Iron Man 2 is a guilty pleasure of mine. I just like Mickey Rourke and Sam Rockwell. I don't think it's a good movie, but I'll watch it if it's on. Uh, Thor 2, I've probably seen twice. Again. I think I've seen it twice because once I watched it when it was on TV. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I've yeah. seen it because Christopher Eccleston was on. I was like, oh, i got to watch it. What sucks is, I was thinking about this too, I've seen all these in theaters except I missed Doctor Strange last year. 
Aww. I had to I watch I that was, on. I didn't watch The Incredible Hulk in theater. Netflix. I did. I saw that one, um, Midnight. I premiere. watched the bad one in theaters too. I didn't. I'm not a. I wasn't a huge Hulk fan. Like I enjoy it, but I really liked. Uh, this is going to sound corny, but I really liked Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno. Mm. So um, when they Lou when they, Ferrigno still does the voice of the Hulk. Oh, that's right. Really? Yeah. yeah. Aww. He did it in the bad Hulk movie and in the Incredible yeah. Hulk, and, and he has since then too. That's awesome. So, that's it. I don't know. It's great. Uh, maybe after the Defenders comes out, we can do the TV shows. I think they got Mark Ruffalo. It's like, all right, make a Hulk noise. He went, ugh. I'm like, no, we're gonna, no. We're gonna call it Blue Frig. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's just you know the guy is the Hulk guy. Yeah, as long as he's alive and has vocal cords. So anyway, if you agree, disagree, or just want to tell us bullshit, uh, you can send us an email or hit us up on Twitter, Facebook. We did get a couple of responses. We did oh, ask the Twitterverse. We asked the Twitterverse, and there was there was there was a nearly unanimous decision. I want to say, yeah, uh, Winter was, Soldier. Winter Soldier was the favorite. That's my number three, guys. So I can't yeah. I can't argue with you. Any of the Captain America movies would be a, a fine pick in my my estimation. They're just good films. Yeah, yeah. I think just good films. That's the best thing about these movies is that none of them are terrible. There are just some that are a lot worse than others. Well, you know, speaking of films that are worse than others and stuff, I'm probably going to try and see The Dark Tower. Oh, yeah, I heard bad things. Yeah, I heard horrible Apparently things. nobody likes it. Well, it, it's... It, you know what? <laughs> I was excited when I heard it was going to come out, and then the more we found out, the more I realized this is the last action hero. I've seen this movie before. It's called Last Action Hero, <laughs> and it has the guy, the bad well, guy from The Golden Child and Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, and he comes through a movie screen into the real world, and then they have guns, so he's going to like it, and then they fight, and then the world is safe. And Apparently something that I read about was that people are mad that there's like a bunch of stuff that was just left out of the books, and... I think we're totally off the books now. Like that's... But but the stuff that I read about, I was like, I feel like if you already know about these things, the like, it would only be extra in the movie. So like, if you already know about it, you'll see like, glimpses of it in the movie. I don't know. I feel like it's... Like they want stuff to just be explained to From you. From what I've seen, it's just, it's not... My problem is I like the cast. I like... Yeah, no. Now, I don't think Matthew McConaughey could play a good bad guy. I think, because everyone has a problem with the story, I, I could see myself walking out going, he was a terrible bad guy. But I like Idris Elba. I'll watch him he was shoot, in Thor. I'll watch him shoot people with his mind and his heart or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> he wasn't Thor, and he's in Ragnarok. He's part of the team. Heimdall. Yeah. He's pretty great. Heimdall. <laughs> He guards the I love Idris Elba. He guards He's the, the Watcher. Bridge. He's the Watcher. You can't see. Well, um... That's it, God we damn should, it. We should make a guess about where we think Ragnarok will be. I think it'll be pretty high, actually. It's looking really good. Probably at least... If it's as good as it looks, it'll probably take a spot in my top five. I think it'll take... I think it'll be in the top half. I'll put it there. It'll be somewhere... It could outplace Guardians... And come in at eight. It could be better than Doctor Strange. But here's the problem I have. So far, I feel like all I've seen is the same set of scenes over and over again. Mm. Not a good look. Here's here's my Because opinion. I guarantee you this. When the same thing the same scenes we're seeing is the same thing that DC's doing with with Justice League. People mm. are praising Ragnarok 
and shitting all over DC talking about that's all they've got. That's why they keep showing us that. And I'm like, yeah, but Marvel's doing the same thing and you're sitting um, over here just eating it up. I don't buy that. I don't buy that one bit. My only worry with Ragnarok is that like people keep talking about how it's weird that Ragnarok has this like 80s vibe and theme and everything. And in my head, I'm like, that's the trailer. Like the trailer has like Led Zeppelin. Well, yeah, it has like Black Dog playing and shit. Yeah, and then it has like all the psychedelic like logo looking thing. Yeah. And I'm like, that's all stuff that will only be in the trailer and won't right. be in the movie. The movie might have almost no 80s vibes other than like the shirt Mark Ruffalo is wearing. And that might just be that Bruce Banner likes 80s music. Like, that's not gonna... But, yeah. That might not be a big part of the movie, which everybody thinks it is, just because that's the way the trailers are. And well, I'm but, like, but here's the question. This worries me even more. So are they just gonna ride off of Guardians and hope that people see it and go, oh, it's gonna be like Guardians, and buy a ticket? Because let's not forget, this is a money business. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, once you buy your ticket, happy or sad, the studios uh, care a little less. Yeah. That's the thing, like you can you can edit a trailer to make it feel like anything and it oh, can yeah. have a totally different like, feel. Have you ever seen the Mrs. Doubtfire horror yeah, trailer? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen have y'all so the best example, I don't know, have y'all ever have y'all seen the trailers for this it's new movie coming out called Geostorm? Mm-mm. It's like so the the whole premise is they have all these uh satellites set up now that like can knock out uh like terrible storms that are going to happen before they happen. So they stop hurricanes oh, yeah, and typhoons and stuff from happening. It looks awful. So the first trailer I saw, it straight up looked like 2012. Like it looked like a, a horror, like action-y. A disaster The world's movie. disaster movie world is going to end. And I was like, okay, I've seen these movies before. And then the second trailer I saw for it, completely different. It looked like it was an action funny movie with... Um, like they 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 edited they did completely different music they did um, they did all the these little funny bits from the movie and they they made it like seem like a funny action buddy movie hmm. instead I was like wait so what movie is this is it the is it the funny one or is it the See, disaster movie I'm just not hyping I'm just not jumping on any hype trains right now I just I'm really excited for it I'm hoping it'll do good it looked bad to me because the trailer I saw. It starts off with, like, the president talking about how, like, oh, we control the weather, so there's no more natural disasters caused by weather. So, like, it'll show, it shows, like, a tornado starting, and then, like, satellites activate, and it just reverses the wind and whatever, and then the tornado just stops. I was like, oh, okay. But then, like, horrible shit starts happening, and they're like, oh, it must be a glitch. And then, oh, no, someone's hacked the weather. And I'm like... Hacking the cook. Well, I shut, hope that Thor is going off. to be good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm probably not even going to go watch Storm this new Thor Storm team up in. I just thought it was really weird. It's not that, a sci-fi like, channel original. Like, I'll have to show y'all both of the trailers if I can find them because they look completely post them, different. Post them to the, the Twitter the, the, and the Facebook so people can. Yeah. The Thor thing, Ragnarok, as cool as the 80s vibe is and as cool, like, as funny as some of the parts are in the trailer, to me, the most, like, hype moment is when she says, what are you the god of again? And like the lightning comes down and there's like lightning in his eyes. In my mind, I'm like, I never think, like I know in, I know Loki's the god of thunder, but like he's never Thor, felt like. Thor, Thor, yeah. Yeah, Thor. Thor's never felt like the god of thunder to me. Because Until always like... that part of that trailer, when there's like lightning all around him, I was like, 
oh fuck <laughs> for some reason that's the part of the trailer yeah he like, doesn't really get to use that power too much he and... just uses his hammer like you know everything yeah. else sometimes he'll like blast lightning out of the hammer sometimes so now he'll have to use his his actual like thunder power that's the thing he's he gonna be using his powers without the hammer right. it'll yeah. be one of those we'll see we'll it'll see be one what of those happens. cheesy like oh the power's been inside me all along we'll see what happens but uh I, I'm, all I'm saying is, grain of salt. I'm on trailer embargo. I've been on it. Yeah. But my, my my thoughts have been everyone worried about Justice League, hyped about Thor, and I'm like, I'm I'm hyped about Justice League. I'm like, they're the same. They're the they're same, same thing. thing. Yeah. My only issue with Justice League is, the Flash on the CW has a good costume. And they can't use that costume. Well, I mean, there's, there's. So they had to give Flash this weird mechanical-looking, skinny quarterback thing. Whenever there's, the there's reasons to. I mean, there's other reasons, but I'm saying just based on trailers, don't criticize trailers. Criticize the fact that we're on like the fourth set of reshoots, and the oh, film's supposed yeah. to be coming out. <laughs> that, 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 that we're, we had to, we had we to, to unfortunately, we have to CG the mustache. Had, unfortunately, oh we had to, we had to switch directors. Uh, I mean, there's just. There's other reasons to be concerned. Yeah. yeah. I get that Marvel has a better history and this looks like other good things they've done, but it just kind of scares me. It's the kind of thing that like Marvel knows it's not, so let's just sell it and we'll, well, we'll cash out. Well, at the out. same time, um, I don't like they they don't have to work that hard to make it a better Thor than the other Thors. But I've here's done. my thing. I feel like that the Thor movies are always the counterpart to the Captain America movies. And since here's the thing though, it just being better than the other Thors isn't good because that would mean it would be number fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's still not good. I don't know if you saw the picture on Instagram that Henry Cavill posted. It's this picture of a really weird stage with a bunch of lights and stuff, and he says, "Just see, uh, pictured above is not a set on Mission Impossible Six because that's why he has the mustaches." Cause yeah. He's but is in fact the latest in a series of weapons being designed by Warner Brothers and Paramount Studios. To combat the entity known as Henry Cavill's mustache. <laughs> there has been no discussion over whether to shave or not to shave for the Justice League reshoots. Simply a relentless campaign to put an end to the seemingly inexorable conquest of this despotic stash. It is not a question of if I should shave. It is a question of how can we possibly be victorious against such a beast without bringing our own doom raining down upon us. <laughs> and like the, the stage is ridiculous. And, like, this is the system that, like, this is where they're filming his reshoots Jeez. to edit out his mustache. They have to set up this They're whole basically weird doing, like, stage. the LA Noir thing. They have to light, like, yeah. In every angle, get all the lighting right so, so they, they can, can make it, it look yeah. realistic. And what I'm afraid of is that it's going to look like Henry Cavill, but then it's going to look like Leia Princess in Leia. Rogue yeah. One just <laughs> right here. I'm like, it's going to be the annoying You're going to be like, oh, you can tell lip, this part. Just was his the, lip. <laughs> this is the part you could tell where they did the re-suits because you know what's gonna Cavill's upper lip looks weird. You know, what's, you know what I would rather have and what they should have done and what would save so much money? Huh. Just show us the back of his head. Like, Bruce Lee died and finished a film and we were fine with it. That's true. Like, That's true. Can, can we not just get... And like, it was still a pretty good movie. Can I like The Crow. No, that's Brandon Lee. I'm talking about Bruce Lee and it was Game of Death. Um, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just the saying. Crow is also good. Yeah, but the point is, these people died. They they finished films. Henry Cavill's alive. I can't believe we can't just figure it out. Figure it out. I mean, Dollar Shave Club. I have I have so many. 
I know. Oh, we I care. actually tried Dollar Shave Club. Wouldn't it be cheaper? They're not sponsoring us, though. No, I not. guess they don't care, though. I'm like, it would be cheaper if he shaved and then put on a fake mustache for Bond. Yeah, Ron. but... But, but Bond also... doesn't care, or Mission Impossible doesn't care because... They have, they're the ones who have the contract with him that he can't shave. He has to, has to so he has to just work around their schedule, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what's funny is I've seen the pictures of him with a mustache, and I'm like, no. No, don't no, do that. Why? <laughs> yeah, you should shave. You should be thinking them. Be like, I gotta be Superman, guys. Like, is he, like, he can't be the, he doesn't look bad. Though. Oh, like, he's he doesn't the bad look, guy. he doesn't look evil. He's he looks bad. He's is he the bad guy? guy? He's the bad oh, guy. Oh, come on now. He's so he just had be. Mission Impossible versus Superman. <laughs> That, that's how it ends. He just like rips his clothes off. Like, oh, Tom Cruise is like, well, my job here's done. <laughs> anyway, I, I think our job here's yeah, done. Speaking of job being we done. did it. We ranked all the movies, and we didn't kill each other. Yeah, we pretty much were like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Except for Kern and his Thor. I really do hope that's a joke. <laughs> There's six of them, man. I don't know if he just can't count or if Thor, or if Thor. We will find know. out and let you guys know in the future. Yeah. Anyway, thanks so much for listening to us rabble on about our, our favorite movies in the MCU universe. That's right. And for the best in all of nerdy podcasts, you can visit nerdpodcastmafia.com. Woo. Check out all the other nerdy shows that roll with us. We are the Nerdy Dozen. Yeah, check them out. Goodbye. <laughs>